morning, family, Facebook friends, all of our guests. We just welcome all of you to Word of Life Ministries this morning. As you see, we're in a different surrounding, so I'm saying to you guys, just never be surprised where we might show up, okay? So, we love you guys. We welcome you. We're glad you're here, and we know you're here to hear the Word of God. We understand that, and we are so thrilled that that's your reason for joining us this morning. We're excited, as always, about Jesus. We love the Lord, and we know that He loves us. We know that He cares about us. We know that our Father loved us so much that He sent Jesus for us. That's amazing love. That's our Father's love. So we are so grateful. I'm excited about the Word this morning. I want you guys to get your, your Bibles out, get your, your notes, so you can take notes, um, contact us if you have any questions, because it's all about not just hearing the word, but being doers of the word, getting the word in your heart. It's about the word being in your heart. So this morning, be prepared. Pastor's coming forth to bring us a message from the very throne room of God. I am excited about that. I'm always excited to hear the word of God. I love the word of God. That's how we connect with him, is through his word. So pastor, if you come forth and please give us the word of God. Glory be to God. Well, praise God. Thank praise you God. for opening up. I love you too. And thank you for opening up this morning. And we come, to, like you said, to, to just come to see what God would have to say to us today. Amen. 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 Aren't you excited? Amen. You excited about Jesus this morning? I'm excited about Jesus. Aren't you glad that Jesus is Lord? Yes. I'm going to ask um, Pastor Perlene to get the Bible study number out today. And to remind me that number because I'm going to, um, to I want to bring that, uh, you know, before the people, those that want to join us on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., We'd love to have you. You know, I woke up this morning. You know, and, and well, this morning I told my wife, I said to her, I said, I said, you know, I had a nightmare last night. And she said, really? She said, what was it about? I said, well, I dreamt that I, I dreamt that I had gray hair. And she says, well, well, you do. I said, no, I don't have gray hair. I have white hair. So she said, well, what's the difference? I said, and, I, and we had a lamp, we have a lamp in here that's gray and white, so I showed her the difference between gray and white, which, you know, and she says to me, she just rolls her eyes, and then she says to me, I said, look, you don't understand. I said, gray hair means I'm old. White hair means that I have wisdom. It represents wisdom. She says, well, you got gray hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, praise God. If you don't want to do it, don't ask her. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I want to, I want us to, to, I'm going to uh, read a confession, something that we like for the church to, to, um, to say along with us. And uh, I would like, if, if you believe it, I want you to say it with us. Okay, because I want you to be mindful of everything that Christ has done for us through uh, what God has done for us through Jesus Christ. Well, here it goes. It says, if I give up and surrender my concepts of who I think I am, which is the old man, and actually put on the new man who was formed in Jesus Christ, 
uh, to the to the degree I choose to live my uh, live from my new man, I will become more and more like Jesus. I will become more and more capable of living and doing the very things Jesus did. And then I ask myself the question: Do I believe this in my heart? So I'm going to say it again. And if you want to join me, join me. If I give up, if I give up, and surrender my concepts of who I think I am. And surrender my concepts of who I think I am. That is the old man. That is the old man. And actually put on the new man. And actually put on the new man. Who was formed in Jesus Christ. Who was formed in Jesus Christ. To the degree I choose to live from my new man. To the degree I choose to live from my new man. I will become more and more like Jesus. I will become more and more like Jesus. I will become more and more capable I will become more and more capable of living and doing the very things of living Jesus did. and doing the very things Jesus did. Now, do I believe this in my heart? Amen. Yes. That is Amen. the purpose of the Word of God. Amen. That is the purpose of the mind renewal process. Amen. Yes. Glory to yes. God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, the book of Romans, I'm going to go over to the book of Romans in chapter, uh, chapter 1. I love these. I love all the scriptures, but these scriptures have stuck with me they stick with me and I, and I mention these scriptures quite often to our body it says for I am not this is Paul saying for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes to the Jew first and also to the Greek where's that scripture pastor I'm sorry it's Romans chapter, Romans chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. All right? For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and to the Greek. For therein, wherein, in the in gospel, gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of Jesus Christ, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just, that you and me, if you're born again, believer, the just shall live by faith. Amen. God wants us to live by faith. Amen. He wants us to live by faith in him. He wants us to live by faith in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's true. He wants us to know Christ in such a way. He wants us to know and understand every aspect of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because in that is your complete and total deliverance. Everybody say complete. Complete. And total. And total deliverance. deliverance. Amen. It is not a partial deliverance. Amen. It is a complete. Amen. And it is a partial deliverance. Glory to God. You've been delivered. Now, as we discovered last week, we talked last week, God wants us to live in our deliverance from the flesh. <laughs> Glory to God. Because we found out last week, and we'll reveal a little bit, that there is no condemnation in Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Uh, Therefore there is no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the spirit of life, I love this, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus 
has made me free from the law of sin and death. Thank God I'm free from the law of sin and death. Yes. You know, and this is a good point to, men to mention this. You know, I read something just, just this morning to where somebody had written it, and they began to talk about, um, um, you know, about we had a covenant, and, and then when we sin, we break covenant with God. And boy, did I get a check in my spirit immediately. Now, I'm going to bring this up, and then I know if you get confused on it, you can get back to me later. And by the way, I want you all, if you're being blessed by this, I want you to comment. Okay? Amen. I want you to make comments. So if you got questions, make comments and questions we can probably get to and, and answer later. But but I, I would like, we like knowing you're there. And we like knowing that you're being blessed. So Amen. just have at it, glory Amen. to God. And hit the lights and the hearts. Verse. We love all that stuff. If not... If you want to make some frowns, make some frowns. That's okay. <laughs> Great God. Well, we hope you like. But we, uh, you know, we hope you enjoy. And this word is blessed, blessed you by the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, uh, we we discussed last week that we're we are that that we're a three part being that we're that we're uh, we're spirit, soul, and we're body, and all this flesh. And so, and we discovered that the only thing that became born again at that time, became born again when we accepted Jesus Christ was the spirit man. Amen. All right. So, but before that time, before we became born again, the scripture tells us that we were in darkness. That the, basically, that, that now we, we were spirit, we were flesh controlled because um, our, our mind, will, and emotions were being controlled mm -hmm. by the flesh because our spirit had become dark because of sin, because of Adam and Eve. God, glory to God. But then we discovered what? We discovered that God had a plan, and we found that if this plan took place before the foundation of the world. Mm -hmm. And so you and I, we have become, uh, through Jesus Christ, that, that that which was dark has now been made light. Amen. All right. Amen. So I love this verse of scripture here, where it says, "For the, it says for, uh, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death." I tell you what, I'm going to take a quick journey somewhere else because uh, I'm going to just kind of back up what I said. John chapter one, quickly, and then we're going to kind of be all over the place. So just get your pen and start writing and start enjoying. And in John chapter 1, wow, man, I'll tell you, this is, this is so awesome. In John chapter 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him, without him was not anything made that was made. And in Him, and who? In the Word, watch this now, in Him was life. And this life was the light of men. Glory to mm, God. Glory, glory, In glory. Christ was life. We were considered dead. Mm -hmm. All right? Separated from God. But when we received Jesus, the life that was in him, the life that was in him put a light in men. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Don't you know if you're born again, believing that you're full of light? Amen. That that light should shine everywhere you go. Amen. Yeah. Just show up. Wherever you go. 
There's light. You change. You you step into darkness and there's light. Amen. Glory to God. And and I love this. This next verse it says, "In him was life, and this light was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not." You know, mm. it, darkness sees you, sees light. Mm. You know, I heard this before. I said, I've heard this. You know, once before. Uh, from some missionaries that were down in Panama, um, there was a uh, there was a witch doctor, and these missionaries uh, went down into into this place, this valley. It was in the Darien jungle. Hope I'm telling it right. If not, I'll get close enough. You'll you'll get the the gist of it. And the uh, and so they were handing out these pamphlets, all right. I, I guess tracts and things, and so. So this witch doctor uh, wanted, wanted one of the tracks. So some, one of the people said, no, don't give it to him. He just wants the curse. He said, no, give it to him. And he gave it to him. And the next day, he read the tract. The next day, the witch doctor came to receive Jesus. He came mm -hmm. and he got saved. And when he got saved, he was talking to them and he explained to them. He says, you know, because he lived in the realm of the spirit on the evil side, he says, we saw you coming from, I uh, was it, three days away or whatever, coming down the mountain to get there, whatever it was. We saw you from a distance. And he says, uh, when you came, and the reason we saw you, we saw light. Yes. We saw light. Yes. All right? This is the light that we were just talking about. Yes. This person that was in, in the spirit realm in darkness, he saw he light coming. Amen. He saw believers coming. Yes. And when it came, he said, the thing that we needed to know, first of all, he said, so we knew who you were, mm. but we needed to know if you know who you were, because if you didn't know who you were, then we could do things to you. Wow. Amen. It may not be perfect, but that is the story mm -hmm. right there. Amen. Amen. But you're a light. Thank God for light. Now, let's go back over to Romans. Uh, in the book of Romans chapter 8. And in Romans chapter 8, we discovered last week that uh, we've been made free from the law of sin and death, okay? And I told somebody, when I heard this gentleman say, when I read this thing, it says that that when you sin, you're a covenant breaker, and, and it went just went, it went right against the grain. Mm -hmm. And I said, absolutely, that is not true. Mm -hmm. Now, those people that were under the first covenant break, um, the covenant, covenant, that was the covenant of the law, okay, when those people that were under that covenant, they were law, they were covenant breakers. As a matter of fact, God called them an adulterous generation, which means to be a covenant breaker. All right, they broke covenant, and we know the things that they did, there were many things that they did, they had to come back and repent, they had to make sacrifices, come back and repent, and on and on and on. But let me explain something to you. You of yourself have no covenant with God. You have absolutely no covenant with God. God did not make a covenant with you whatsoever. <laughs> and you better be glad that he did Amen. Amen to that. And the reason you better be glad that he didn't make a covenant with you is that God will always uphold his end of the covenant. But you cannot, and you will never uphold your end of the covenant. 
Because if you could, it would have been no, if we could have done that, there would have been no need for a new covenant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen? So you have no covenant with God in and of yourself. However, I got good news for you. Yes. That you come into a yes. covenant that God has with Jesus. Amen. And is sealed by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Let's give Jesus his proper place Amen. and his due. Let's see him as great as he is. Yes. And yes. let's see ourselves yes. without him as being weak, but in him as being strong. strong. Amen. All right, well, Pastor, how can you say that? I've been riding around with a bumper sticking on my car saying I got a covenant with God. Well, you don't have a covenant with God. You come into a covenant with God, and I'm going to show you that because I don't want you mad at me or running around and, uh, you know, I'm going to show it. If, you know, when we say something, it should be backed in the Scripture. Is that not right? Amen. Amen. Let's go over and look at Galatians chapter 3, and we're going to look at verses 13 uh, and, and we'll read on, okay? In Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, and I love starting here because this tells me something right here. Uh, it says, Christ has redeemed us, you and me, from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Now, let me say this to you. If you've been told that you have a curse on you, and you're a born-again believer, you need to reject that right now. Amen. Generational curses, I don't care what kind of curses you want to call them. Yes, those things were there, but you are in Christ Jesus, and every curse that came to destroy you has been broken. Amen. You are not, if you're a born-again believer... Whom the Son has made free, this is what the scripture tells us, is free indeed. And let's yes. start with you being free indeed. So those things indeed. that you think yes. that are bringing a curse upon you, you can right mm. now with your own mouth mm. and with confidence and with faith, you can say you can no longer be Lord over me. Amen. Glory be to Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God. Aren't you glad about that? Amen. Don't keep going, else I'll be all over the place and get, <laughs> won't get to where I got to go. It says, Thank Christ you, has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Curses everyone that hangs on a tree. I love this. Verse 14. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the mm. Gentiles, those that are those non-Jews, might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Mm. Brother, and I speak after this manner. Though it be but a man's covenant, yet if it be confirmed, no man disannulled or added thereunto. And I say that the covenant that was confirmed before God in Christ, the law, which was 430 years, watch this now. Hmm. Hold on. I think I did. Yeah, that was, oh, okay. I'm sorry, I skipped over a verse. I didn't want to go that, get all the way down there. Now, all right, uh, verse 16. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. And he said, not as to seeds, <laughs> 
as not as to seeds as of many, but as one, as of one. To thy seed, which is Christ. So when that Abraham, when that Abrahamic covenant was cut, the the, the covenant was was applied to Abraham, but remember he was asleep. Right. But that covenant that was cut was cut with Jesus Christ himself. Yes. And it was sealed with his blood. So that covenant can never be broken because it wasn't, it was not sealed with our blood, but it was sealed with his blood. Yes, we can remove ourselves out from the protection of the covenant, which is a covenant that God has with Jesus where we live if we are in Christ Jesus. Oh boy, this is good to me. All right. So I come into this covenant. I, I come into this covenant. No, I personally don't have a covenant, but I live in a covenant that was between the Father and the Son because I am in the Son. Yes, I am. So when God yes, sees I me, am. he sees the Son. Yes. But if I decide I'm going to live outside of the will of God as a believer, I remove myself uh, because of condemnation and all the other things, it will affect your faith and you, you can remove yourself from that protection because uh, the just shall live by faith and, and anything that you receive from God, you receive by okay. faith. And in order to receive it by faith, you got to have confidence that God wants to bless you mm -hmm. and not curse you yes. and not hurt you. Yes, amen. Because so many have He's been taught... You're backsliding, you're this, you're that. You've been called everything by the child of God, mm. which you are. Yes, yes, yes. Because we're not realizing that you've been caught up in your flesh. Mm. Glory be that to we, God. That you've been ruled by your flesh, which you no longer have to be. We looked at Romans chapter 6 last week, and we said that, that sin should have no power over us, because, over us because that power had been broken on the cross. The power. <laughs> Sin shall not rule over us, Romans 6, 14. We found out that when Christ died, we died. We were buried with him in baptism, but now he says that we have been risen with him in the newness, in the newness of life. Somebody amen. say amen. Amen. Everybody amen. say I'm risen. I am risen. I live a life, of, you, res I live I live a life of resurrection. Amen. I live a resurrection life. Resurrection Hallelujah. Life. Amen. Glory, Glory to God. God. Boy, you should be excited Glory about that to today. Thank you. Man, if you could just look at yourself, stop beating mm. up on yourself, and you yes. can see yourself the way God sees you. Yes. Glory to God. Yes. That will change everything. Yes. Things will just begin to change because your mind has changed. Mm. Glory. Hmm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right. So let me go back over here because I want to go to a few other places here. And in, in Romans chapter 8, again, I'm back over there. It says that we found out that to be carnally minded, that is flesh ruled, when we don't have to be. Mm. To be carnally minded is death, meaning that we won't live under the covenant, like I said. We won't have confidence towards God. We'll be led by the flesh and we'll never find the victory that's in Christ Jesus. We always have the victory. You know you don't have to fight with devils. <laughs> that's true. Do you know that all too often the things that we're blaming the devil for 
The devil had nothing to do with it. Do you know that he's already been defeated? Already. Do you know that when you fight, when you're trying to fight the devil, when you're contending with him, you're shadow boxing? <laughs> you're just shadow boxing. He's, a, he's not even there. <laughs> he, 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 the scripture says box. you're shadow boxing. <laughs> he's already been defeated. Why are you contending with him? We looked over, we looked uh, over in uh, Colossians chapter one, and we found out, I think it's one thirteen, that we have been delivered from darkness. We have been delivered from the power of darkness. So, if we've been delivered, we've been delivered. I was talking to my wife this morning. I said, you know, we don't have to fight. We have. It says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. In, in Ephesians chapter six, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers. Uh, rules of darkness, spiritual weakness in high places. But what does it say? It says, uh, and before that, it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. What does that mean? Just have the victory that he has. Jesus Christ. Be strong in the Lord. Jesus is the Lord. He's already defeated the devil. But he said, put on the whole armor of God. It isn't because the devil may come back and try to sneak you, but you have the whole armor of God, which guarantees you that you always have the victory. Because you're righteous, because of who you are, he's given you the shield of faith, he's given you prayer, he's given you the word of God, which yeah. is a sword of the spirit. Yeah. He said he's given us the, uh, the, the, and I'm paraphrasing for the sake of time. Not, but he says, he says, I've given you the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The shield of faith, which quenches what? All oh. of the fiery darts of the enemy. Oh, why? Because he's already been defeated. Amen. And then, and, and then I was talking to. Uh, my wife this morning, we were talking about that. She said, well, you know, when the fiery dots come, that it's washed out by uh, uh, rivers of living water. Glory be to God. God. Hallelujah. I think I said that right, right? Glory be to God. Aren't you glad yes. this morning? Yes. But to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is any enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither can, neither indeed can it be. Some people, you know, it talks about a reprobate mind, uh, a mind that just it just can't see God, doesn't it refuses to see God. Um, it is um, there's another term I want to use. It's just it they just can't they can't obey God. They're wrapped up in their flesh. So wrapped up in their flesh that I mean they don't want to come out. Mm. They just they don't want to come out. They don't want to recognize what how God really feels about any given issues or, or things. Never mind, it's about me and my flesh. Amen. It's the way I see things. Then they try to turn the word of God into a lie. That's what the truth of God into a lie. Um, and and you know it's all around us. We see it. We know it. All right, and so, all right, so that they, in verse verse 8 says, so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. 
But you're not in the flesh. Amen. Amen. He simply tells you what you're not in the flesh. Amen. That is not where your being is. Yes. Yes. Thank you, You Jesus. You are alive unto God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. But you're not in the flesh. So why, basically, so why why are you living like that? Amen. You're not in the flesh. You don't have to live like that. We don't have to live like that. All right? It says you're not in the flesh, but in the spirit. You're known in the realm of the Spirit. Watch this. And if so, be that the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. The body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. Mm. We have the life of God on the inside of us. Imagine if we, mm. imagine if we would connect to that. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory to Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, I'll tell you. Thank but, 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 you, Jesus. All right? And, and, if, and because, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, then he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. So now <clears throat> the spirit can make your body uh, come under control. Mm. It can cause your body to be obedient if you live by the Spirit. Amen. It can cause your body to yield. Amen. And your soul, man, your mind, will, and emotions will be affected by your spirit, man, controlled by your spirit, man, rather than by your flesh. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Man, whom the Son has made free. Yes. He really made us free. <laughs> Glory to God. Yes, he did. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we keep blaming devils for this and devils for the devil for this and the devil for that. <laughs> that dude is powerless. Mm. Jesus dealt with him. <laughs> Jesus knew he was going to deal with him when he said, The thief he comes but for the steal, kill, and destroy. But I come that you might have life and that you would have it more abundantly. Mm. I come that you would have an abundant life. And see, every you know, some religious people want to look to heaven to have an abundant life. They're still waiting for the kingdom of God to come. Now, the kingdom of God is coming to the earth through Jesus Christ. We have the kingdom on the inside That's of right. us. That's right. We have the ability to That's live a right. kingdom life as we walk and live in the realm of the spirit. That's right. Amen. amen. And gain ascendancy over the flesh. Glory. Amen. Somebody say amen. Amen. And Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And here's what I love to just keep going on here, but I want to get a little further in here. And, and then, therefore, brethren, we're not debtors to the flesh. We are not debtors not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, you're going to die. Mm -hmm. But if you, through the Spirit, do mortify the deeds of the flesh of the body, the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Those who connect to this and grow up in this, we are the sons of God. You are the sons of God, but you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, where whereby you cry, Abba, Abba, Father, will you come? Our source, our source, He's your source, He's given you, He's put His spirit on the inside of you. Our source, we can live from that source, Abba, Father, Amen. The Spirit itself, I love this. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit 
that we are the children of God. That should tell you right there. The Spirit knows you by that light. Yes. Because, you're, because you're, your spirit man has come alive. Mm. You shouldn't be ruled by We should not be ruled by our flesh, none of us. Amen? Amen. And I love this. And our children and heirs, heirs of God, join heirs with Christ. If so, be that we suffer with suffer that we may uh, also be glorified together. Mm. Glory to God. And, 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 then, and then it goes on. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Mm. But the earnest expectation of the creature wait for the manifestations of the Son of God. Let's talk about that for a minute. This is good. <laughs> What's he talking about? All of creation, everything that has any form of life is waiting for man. Mm. Is waiting for a restored man. It's waiting. And I'll show it to you. Just stay with me here because it can be confusing. Where am I at? Verse. Uh, for verse 20. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willing, watch this, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption, watch this, uh, bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Now, I want to find a verse of scripture to show you what I'm talking about here. Hmm. I want to get the verse of scripture so you know exactly what I'm talking about. I think it is hmm, uh, glory where to God. Is John, not John 8, 32, 33. Hold on, say with me. Don't glory go away. To God. Glory to God. Let's look at. We bless your name. Oh, I went too far. That's why. We bless your holy name. Um, it might be 2 Corinthians 5, 7. Let me look there. All right? Stay with me. We're here. We're not going that way. Second Corinthians 5 and 7. I don't know if that's the verse I'm going to go. No, that's not the verse of Scripture. But that's talking about all everything that has life. Because, you know, there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Mm -hmm. And everything that has life, all those things are going to be redeemed. Well, all those things are going to be, I'll put it this way. Uh, the creature, because it has life, death came upon everything that living because of what man did. And under this new heavens and the new earth, and I, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. I can't find that scripture. I wrote it down, but I don't know what I did with it. <laughs> and I wrote the verse of scripture down, too, because I don't like saying something without, without um, showing it to you in the word. But anyway, we'll move on for that. For that, uh, anyway. So, but anyway, because the creature itself shall be delivered from corruption into this glorious liberty of the children. All right. So, life is going to come up on everything again. All right. But we know that the whole creation groaneth and travail in pain together until now. There, there it is, right there. That tells you. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, 
even we ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to the redemption of our body. Now I'm talking about the body. Because this old body has to do what? It, like every plant, every tree, and every other thing in this earth, has to die. Because this flesh is corruption, and it has to go back to a cursed service. Amen? Mm -hmm. But as long as the spirit of life is on the inside of it, this body is alive unto the spirit. Understand that. But we get a new body, and, um, and so on. Let's keep going. But we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope for what a man says. Why does he yet hope for? But we hope for that which we see not. We have a godly hope. We have a godly expectation of only good. Amen? Amen. For we hope for that which we see not, do we with patience wait for? And I love this right here. This is so important. This is about prayer. This is about the way we pray. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Now, when you're praying from your Spirit, when you're praying from your Recreated spirit. And I'm not talking, I'm talking about, it says with groanings which cannot be uttered. So when you, when you, when your tongue is uncontrolled, when you, I call it, we call it praying in tongues. We just praying in tongues. You're praying out, it bypasses your mind which is limited and can't comprehend the total complete will of God. It's limited. Mm -hmm. But God, because he loves us, he put his spirit in us. To pray out the perfect will of God for your life and for every situation. That's why Paul says, I pray in tongues more than you all. And I'm not talking about tongues today. I'm just trying to make you aware of it, that it is for today. Because that one verse that they took out and they said that tongues is not for today. It's a misinterpretation of scripture. And, and, and tongues are for today. They're important for the day. Matter of fact, they're important for your life so that the Spirit can help you pray out the perfect will of God instead of praying amiss or just praying, you know, just praying your own will. But praying the will of God, the perfect will of God. Why? Why does God want us to pray the perfect will of God? Because in the realm of Spirit, everything is perfect. Everything is complete and everything is done. Everything was done. Done. It is called the finished work of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So we don't have to look for anything. We have to learn to live in everything that he did Praise for us. Oh, boy. Glory, glory, glory. Mm, mm, mm. Glory. The things we're searching for, they're already here. Mm. And that's why um, I'm, I'm going to talk about That's why we need our minds renewed. That's why in Romans chapter 12, and verses 1 to one and two, I'm going to read that. It says um, in Romans chapter one, verse one, I, I, I beseech you, or I urge you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present yourselves, your bodies, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Listen to this now. Listen to this carefully. And, and be not conformed to this world. Whenever you mention world, you're talking flesh, carnality, 
The world is all talking about the realm of the natural. Be not conformed to what you see to your, your five senses. That is the realm of the flesh. That is the realm, that is the carnal realm. Alright? That is the world outside of Christ. Be not conformed to this world, or be not conformed to this natural realm. Be not conformed, but it says, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How does your mind get renewed? It gets renewed through the Word and the Spirit. Glory to God. It gets renewed to the word being revealed to your spirit man. And he says, be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove, watch this now, that you may prove, or you can say that you may experience what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And I'm not talking about just the perfect will of God concerning your behavior. I'm talking about the perfect will of God concerning all of the promises of God, which are yes and which are amen. Amen. God wants you to walk in all of his promises. Yes, he does. All right? He says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and, and that you may prove what is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God. God wants you to know what his will is. God wants you to know what was accomplished in Jesus Christ for you. All right? God, yes, God wants your behavior to line up, but he wants your, your bodies to line up, and he wants your finances to line up, and he wants your family to line up, and he wants... All of you and all of us walking in everything that was provided for us in and through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through his death, through his burial, through his experience on the cross, through his experience and everything that he paid for, through the shedding of his blood, to the time he was seated at the right hand of the Father and power and in might and in dominion. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Man, this is good to me. I don't Amen. know about you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. And because of what he did, because of what he did, go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Uh, and we're going to look at verses, a few verses here. I'll tell you which verses we can get over there. 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Ooh, glory to God. <laughs> And uh, mm, mm, mm. let's start at verse. Ooh. My, my, my. Oh, hold on. Verse 20. Watch this. Verse 20? No, no, I'm not going to verse 20. Let's, look at, let's start at verse. Let's start, I'll start at verse 16. And to pass by you in Macedonia, uh, into Macedonia, and to come out of Macedonia unto you, verse 16, and of you uh, to be bought on my way toward Judea. 
Wherefore, I'm sorry, when I therefore was thus minded, did I use lightness? When I think that I purpose, do I purpose according to the flesh? That with me there should be yea and yea and nay and nay. He wasn't going to take any upon this upon himself. Right? He says here, but as God is true, our word toward you was not yea and nay. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me and Silvanus and Timotheus, was not yea and nay, but in him. In who? In Christ. In Christ was what? Yes. Was yes. For all, for all of the promises of God in him. Remember we talked about the covenant? Remember we talked about the covenant and we said that we didn't have a covenant with God, but we came into a covenant that God had, uh, to the Abrahamic covenant uh, between God and Jesus. We came into that covenant for in him, mm. all of the promises of God, ooh, mm. all of the promises of God are yes and they are amen. Amen, yes. Yes, thank you, Jesus. So you don't ever have to wonder if God wants you healed. Amen. You don't ever have to wonder if God wants you to prosper. Right. Amen. You don't ever have to wonder if God wants you to be blessed. Right. You don't ever have to wonder if God wants you to tithe and give offerings. Mm -hmm. You don't ever have to. Why? Because you do these things because you trust them, because you understand that all of the promises of God are yes and they amen. are amen. Glory, hallelujah. So it's easy for you to Thank love. You, it's easy for you to give. It's easy for you to bless. It's even easy for you to, to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's, it's, as a matter of fact, you, you feel prompted to. You want to move. You want to do things because for me, I have everything I need. Mm. Look at me. I have all of the promises of mm. God. They're all yes and they're all amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. All is what? All. all is all. Amen. And if all the promises came through what Jesus Christ did, man, we need to find out what he did to bring yes. us all those promises. Yes. He broke the power of sin over our life. Glory yes, he did. He delivered us from darkness. Yes, Hallelujah. he did. He delivered us from the power of darkness. Yes, Glory yes God. he did. He, he, he quickened us. He, he brought light to us. He put light in us. He put his spirit mm. in us. He's blessed us. He's called us to bless he, he makes us the carriers mm. of the glory of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to Watch God. Watch this now. Thank you, Jesus. Uh-oh. Here we go. I'm not done with this. Mm. For all of the promises of God in him, in Christ, are yea, and in him, amen, unto God, unto the glory of God by us. Unto the glory of God. Who gets the glory? God. God Whose glory, glory is it? It's, it's God's glory. It's God's view. It's God's opinion. It's God's reality. Mm. The reality, the opinion of God says that God says is that all of his promises, yes and, and amen. The view of God is that you have all of the promises of God and should walk in them. Mm. And the 
God's view of God is to be, and the reality of God, you lack nothing. Mm, that's you good. and I lack nothing. That's good. This is the glory of God. Now, now he which establishes us with you in Christ hath anointed us is God, who hath also sealed us and given us the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. God doesn't want us to be trapped by our flesh. Mm -hmm. God wants us to know that we need to walk in the Spirit. God knows that. I know it seems hard. I know this flesh keeps rising up. But I want you to connect to the realm of the Spirit. I want you to connect to the real you. Mm. I want you to get your mind renewed to whom you have become. You are now a spirit being. Your spirit has been made alive. You are no longer dark. Matter of fact, let's go to Ephesians real quick. In the book of Ephesians chapter 2, I'm going to show you something. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Man, it just gets one passage I'm saying. Gooder and gooder. Gooder and gooder. Hallelujah. Look here. Now watch this. Wow. And you, brothers and sisters, has he quickened or made alive? Who were dead in your, who was what? Were dead in your trespasses and sins. Where in times past you walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit that now works in the children of disobedience, those who aren't saved. Among also, we had our, our conversation, our behavior in times past, and the lusts of our flesh. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh, and the mind, and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, when we were dead in sins, he has quickened mm. us together. Watch this now. He has quickened us together with Christ mm. by grace, by God's ability, by God's strength, by God's capacity, by grace. For by grace you are saved. Thank you, Jesus. That which was darkness became light. Amen? Amen. Where am I at? Verse, uh, oh, I'm in the wrong. Oh, there's a, for by grace, uh, let me see here. Stay with me. Mm. All right. Even when we didn't sin, they quickened us together with the And that raised us up together. Watch this, verse 6. And he has raised us up together and made us to sit together in Christ Jesus. In heavenly places, in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. You come into a covenant that you had nothing to do with. You come into a covenant that has been sealed by the blood of Jesus. A covenant... That covenant can never, ever, ever be violated. Thank you, Lord. 
Now, the old covenant was violated because men couldn't do it. But the man, Jesus himself, a righteous man, he himself sealed that covenant, not by what we did, but by what he did, by holding up his end of the covenant, and God held up his end of the covenant, and God, who was rich in mercy and in love, because he loved us, and he realized we were helpless without him, and that we were destitute, and that we were dying, and we were lost, he made us alive mm. by the righteousness of the one who could fulfill the covenant, mm. Jesus Christ. So we're found in him, and now what's his is ours Amen. Amen. We are in him Amen. and we are heirs. We are joint heirs with him. We are in him. Amen. We live in the same covenant with him. We're not breakers of the covenant. We're not breakers. You can't break this covenant if you stay in Christ Jesus. Now you can sin. You can fall short of your righteousness as a believer. You can fall short of your righteousness but you can repent. You can change your mind. You can have your mind changed by the word of God. And you can make a decision. This is where I belong. I have received everything that I need to live here. I have the keys to live here. I have everything that I need. This is where I live. This is where I want to dwell. And God gives me the grace to live and dwell there. Hey, amen. 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 He helps me. All I got to do is have a made of mind. Yes, Lord. And yes, believe Lord. him. And believe that his grace is his ability. It is his strength. And it is his capacity. It is not. Grace is not a permissive grace whereby we can do anything that we think we want to do. Yet, yet, um, so we have the grace of God. No, you're confusing mercy with grace. We don't get what we deserve with mercy. And we get the grace of God so that we can live and walk in what Jesus has provided for us through what God has provided for us through his son, Jesus Christ. Everybody say amen if you amen, believe it. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, I'm going to show you one you, more Lord. thing. I'm going to prove to you what I said, that the devil, it ain't the devil. Turn over to James chapter 1 and verse 14. Hmm. Matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a couple of scriptures here. James chapter one, verse uh, fourteen is gonna be one. Uh, no, before we go there, no, no, James chapter one, verse fourteen, and I'm gonna settle this real quick. <laughs> this is you know what's so awesome what? is that. It's good to tell this. The, the, the devil who was the accuser of the brethren over in Revelation, he's been cast out. He can't even accuse you anymore. Mm -hmm. We are overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. He's been cast out. He cannot go before God and accuse you anymore because of Jesus. Thank Amen. You. Thank you. James chapter 1, verse 14. Now, I didn't throw a lot of stuff out there, and I kind of been all over the place, but you get the message. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust. When he is drawn of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust have conceived to bring forth sin, and sin when it 
finish, bring forth death. Do not err, my brethren, my beloved brethren. Listen to this. And I love this. Every good gift, verse 17, and every perfect gift is from above and coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, uh, no variableness, neither shadow, shadow or turning. Amen? Now, I want to show you something else. All right? We're talking about lust, right? Galatians chapter 5. And we're going to look at verse 17 and 18. All right? And I'm going to close with, in, in just a second here, with Galatians chapter 5. Some of y'all beat me there, but that's okay. Galatians chapter 5, verse 17 and 18. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to the one, one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. But if you be led of the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, and it goes on to talk about those things which they manifest. But look what it says. In verse 17, for the flesh lusted against the spirit. And you remember, you remember over in uh, in Romans chapter 8, it says that for the carnal mind is enmity against God. Right? It's enmity, the, the enemies, the, you know. Mm -hmm. And it says here, but it says here, for the for the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other. So that you cannot do the things that you would. Now, what is that saying? What is lust? It's strong desires. Which influence your lifestyle. Okay? So, but the spirit has a strong desire to influence you in things related to the kingdom of God. Yes. Amen? Amen. The Spirit wants to influence, it lusts against uh, the flesh. Against the flesh. So your problem is not the devil, your problem is the flesh. Okay? But God didn't call you to fight against the flesh. He didn't call you to fight the devil, rather. He didn't call you to fight the devil at all. The devil's a, why are you why are you fighting an already defeated foe? But he told you to fight one fight. He told you to fight one fight and he gave you the armor to do it. He told you to fight the good fight of faith. Amen. Everybody say, I will. I will. Only fight. Only fight. The good fight the of good faith. Good fight of faith. I will not, I will not fight, fight with something that is not there. With something that is not there. I will not shadow box. I will not shadow box. Glory to God. I have Glory the victory. I do have the victory. In Christ Jesus. In Hallelujah. Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, Glory to God. I Glory, hope you were blessed Glory, today. Glory, Glory, I hope Glory. if you don't, if you need understanding Glory, of what we Glory, talked Glory, about, Glory, Glory, Glory. I would ask you that you would contact us and that you would, um, you know, just... Just give us, 
as a matter of fact, you can come, you know, just make comments there, whatever you want to do. But by the same token, um, I'm going to give you a number um, for a Bible study call, which is on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. We talk about a lot of we talk about a lot of things. As a matter of fact, that is the best place to get questions answered. That is the best place to get excited and uh, and hear the word of God and and uh, and just fellowship with us on Wednesday nights. It's an it is a uh, interactive Bible study, so you can ask questions. And um, but we love for you to join us. And I'm gonna give you the number here right now. Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Get your pen ready. Get your pen. Okay, that one doesn't have any. Get another one. Go get another one. All right, now you're ready. The number is 617 691 8902. 617 691 8902. Now that's 7 o'clock on Wednesday nights, and we'd love to have you. You're welcome to join us. It's gonna, you get on the call, they're gonna say, announce yourself. You can say, hey, this is Billy Bob or, uh, or Lucy Lou or whoever you are, and we won't pounce on you. We'll love on you and welcome you, and we'll get right into God's Word. Amen? Amen. 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 Well, Amen. I hope God, I hope you all will, will, I hope this message has blessed you today. I hope you took notes. I hope you wrote down scriptures. I hope you're asked, you'll ask questions. I hope because God wants you to know the truth. Mm. You know, he said, God said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Yes. I'd rather be made free than set free, because when I'm made free, I have been declared not guilty. When I'm set free, I still have a past. But when I'm made free, because God never said he set you free, he said you were made free. And whom the Son is made free is free indeed. I've been made free, so I don't have a past. Glory to God. I hope you'll have a blessed week. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus.